This is the Charlie Palillo Show on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Charlie Palillo. Good morning, Jake Asman in for Charlie Palillo with you right here on ESPN 97.5. Let's party, Houston. It is a Friday, a Roughneck Preview Friday, some would say. Football Friday, right? We don't have the NFL, but I love football so much, and the Roughnecks are the best team in the XFL. I'm calling it a Football Friday even on March the 6th. A lot to get to today. It's always an honor to be in for the GOAT, Charlie Polillo, Jose Partita holding it down, who's normally my producer on SB Nation Radio, so I feel right at home, although no Cody Stutes. He joins us later in the show, at least on SB Nation Radio. But you don't care about that. You're listening to ESPN 97.5. Plenty to do. Uh, as I was just talking, the Rockets just bricked another three-pointer. I mean, that was awful last night. I mean, what else do you say? Yeah, I was all excited to be in for Charlie here on a Friday because I looked at the schedule earlier in the week when AJ came to me and said, hey, you do Charlie's show. I said, absolutely. I'm like, what am I going to talk about? Well, we got the Roughnecks, but... NBA, Rockets, playing great, right? Six-game winning streak, and then you lose to the Knicks. All right, it happens. Good teams lose to bad teams. We overreact because we cover a team locally, but that happens. And then you think, all right, well, they got to bounce back. You know, the good teams will bounce back. And forget bouncing back. How about showing up in the first half for the Rockets in that game? 67-44 down at the half. It was the fewest points in a Rockets first half this season. And the game was over. You knew the Rockets had absolutely no chance, no chance to come back in that game last night. They shot 2 of 22 from 3 in the first half, 0 of 10 in the second quarter. I could have shot 0 of 10 from 3 in the second quarter. These are NBA players. You got Harden and Westbrook and P.J. Tucker and Eric Gordon, some of the best players in the league. It was a brutal Brutal first half. Guys didn't know where they were supposed to be defensively, and the Clippers were just better. You know, this is what happens when you play the small ball, but then you go up against a team that is just as athletic as you and can hit shots and can play defense. And the Rockets stunk. There's really not much to break down this game other than saying they stunk. They made just 7 of 42 threes for the game. It's just the second time in 116 games that the Rockets... Made fewer than 10 threes. 7 of 42. Jose could shoot better than 7 of 42 if you gave him that many opportunities. He's shaking his head no. I actually think he's got some semblance of athletic ability on the basketball court. It's just, this was as bad as it could possibly get for the Rockets offensively. And when you shoot that bad offensively, you have to play some semblance of defense. And they forgot how to do that last night as well, apparently. I mean, this was just awful. Awful. I'm all about, hey, let's not overreact to one game. But when you lose to the Knicks and then you follow that one up with, you know, that type of performance at home at the Toyota Center, which actually had fans in the building. It looked like on time for once. Whoa. I mean, my goodness. That was the performance that the Rockets put forth for their fans. Toyota Center was up for grabs. People were excited. I heard Granado talking about how the crowd was super into it, ready to go. And you got rewarded with nothing. You know, I grew up in New York, so in New York is where the Bronx jeer originated. When a team is doing something really, really bad and they finally do something good, the crowd kind of mocks the uh, the team and cheers, right? Last night, when I think it was Eric Gordon finally hit a three to snap a run of like 20 consecutive misses from deep, 
You had fans in Toyota Center sarcastically cheering. You had the Bronx jeer at Toyota Center last night. It was the third quarter, and the Rockets had made just 3 of 34, and they trailed by as many as 29 points in this game. Honestly, the final score does not even do the game justice. 120-105, that sounds like it was like, ah, you know, close game, got away for the Rockets at the end. No, this was a beatdown. This was awful. I was excited to watch this game. I know basketball in the city is like just starting to heat up, right? We're just starting to get into it. It's a long season for the NBA. But we got March Madness at the end of the month. The Cougars played last night for you UH fans. They stunk too. They lost to UConn. So bad night for basketball in H-Town. But the focus is the Rockets right now because it just shows you, you know, this, this style of which they're trying to win you know, we could talk about the small ball, but they got to hit threes. And if they shoot like they did in any game in the playoff series, they'll lose. You know, the Rockets hope that in a best of seven, if something like this were to happen, it would only happen in one of the games. Better not be game seven. Had that go two years ago against Golden State at home. But right now, the Clippers are just better. You know, that narrative that was out there that they're punting on the regular season, that might be true to an extent. But when they want to play, guess what? The Clippers could play. They're the deepest team in the league. They got four different players that average 18 or more points, the most in the NBA. And when they needed to put it on the Rockets, they put it on the Rockets. And James Harden didn't help himself with how poorly he shot the ball. And he's had stretches in these couple games here where he just can't hit anything. You know, even in that game, a great win over the Celtics Saturday night last week. He didn't play well in that game. That was Russ. Westbrook was a monster that night. Then I guess the Rockets were partying too much when they got to New York. A couple days off before you go to MSG, and they lose to the Knicks, who are terrible. Who are beefing with their only loyal fan, Spike Lee. I shouldn't say only loyal fan. Their most famous loyal fan. I am an unfortunate loyal Knicks fan, but I'm not as famous as Spike Lee. Not even close. Yet, buddy, yet. Although I'm not banned from the Garden yet, Jose, so that's, that's a plus. In fairness, though, I would definitely be one of those fans chanting, sell the team. But that's what the Rockets did, losing to the Knicks. Then they come back home, and that's the performance you put forth. This is why people in the city have a tough time, unless you're a Rockets homer, believing that the Houston Rockets are a team that's going to go out there and go on a deep playoff run. Because when they need to get a big-time win over one of the L.A. teams, right, win on the road in the postseason, do you trust the Rockets are capable of doing just that? You couldn't watch that game last night and say, yep, I still believe. I mean, that was awful. And I'm not going to sit here and just crush James Harden because it's the easy thing to do. He had a bad game. But you see it. You know, anyone that tries to make the argument Harden is just as good as Kawhi Leonard, stop. Stop it. Kawhi, you see it in these games. It's just an animal. And I thought Lance on the morning show today made a really good point. Even in these all-star games. Harden, when he's not the alpha on the court, it just feels different. It looks different, right? I mean, Harden had, what, an open layup at the end of that All-Star game and he passed it to Chris Paul, of all people? It's like little things like that. They, they don't seem to matter in the moment, oh, it's an All-Star game. But I thought it was a good point by Lance. Like, hey, you know, this, this guy's the, not the alpha when he's on the same court as Kawhi anymore. And it showed. Kawhi, in 29 minutes, had a plus 33 rating. 25 points. Dominated the stat sheet, and then you had James Harden go out there and shoot 0 of 8 from 3. 
Four of 17 from the floor, 16 points. Terrible. It was an awful, awful performance by the Houston Rockets. Awful. Now, is the season over? No. But it's games like that that you have to remind yourself of why this team is not expected to go, you know, deep into the playoffs, right, to the NBA Finals. And why if they do come up short, Mike D'Antoni might be the guy that's the scapegoat when the reality is it just might not be good enough. That was awful last night. I mean, if you're a Rockets fan waking up today, my God, that was brutal. The team should have gave you more. Crowd was into it, ready to go, and Clippers came to town and showed you why they're the best team to me in the West. As good as the Lakers are, that Clippers depth is just unbelievable. The deepest team in the league. So what do the Rockets do? Where do they go from here? Well, how about you end a two-game losing streak and you go beat the Hornets when you play them tomorrow night in Charlotte? Hornets aren't very good. They did nearly beat the Nuggets though the other night, but they stink. They're twenty-one and forty-one. Rockets need to get back on track and beat them. And Harden's got to shoot better, right? Can't be having games where he doesn't hit a three, or he goes out there and shoots four of sixteen from the floor. Honestly, the most entertaining part of the game last night, and I don't know how many of you saw this, when fans were trying to give high fives to Rockets players, none of the Rockets would do it. Don't want to get any coronavirus at Toyota Center. Someone has the virus at Rice. I was told. Not what you want. And the Rockets' performance last night was certainly not what you wanted at all. That was awful. 713-780-3776 is the number if you want to get involved. Jake Asman filling in for Charlie Palillo. You can get me on Twitter once again, at Jake Asman, Jake A-S-M-A-N. And on the text line, same number as the call-in line, when you text, put a name next to the response so I know who I'm speaking with when we read the best responses over the air. we got a loaded show as I'm in for Charlie Palillo. We're going to talk the Buster Only of ESPN coming up at 11.30, get into the latest with the Astros, talk about MLB as a whole as we are less than three weeks away from the start of the MLB season. And in the second hour of the show, 12.30, Steve Levy of ESPN joins the show. He's calling the 4-0 Roughnecks against the Seattle Dragons tomorrow on ABC at 1 o'clock local time. So we'll talk to Steve Levy about the XFL and the undefeated, undisputed, champions of the XFL so far, the Houston Roughnecks. Loaded show. Always an honor to be in for the GOAT, Charlie Palillo. Jake Asman with you. More on the Rockets and more on everything going on in Houston when we come back. Stay tuned. You're listening to ESPN 97.5.